0: Hello guys, welcome to Southern Bell Sunday. Mm, happy Sunday! We are on chapter 16. So last week we did kind of an Easter special, which uh-huh. which was good, really a good service message, I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, We've some crazy stuff happen this week. Uh, we had prayer pocket last week, and we prayed for my cousin Maggie.
1: Mm -hmm. And for
0: those of you guys that don't follow her, maybe don't know, she passed away on Wednesday night from her year long battle with cancer. And while it was bittersweet in the sense that she's no longer suffering. And we know that as a believer in Christ, she's on to eternity, but you, you mourn the loss of memories. You, you mourn the loss of the opportunity to make new memories and really, You know, I think one of my favorite quotes this week was to live on in people's hearts and memories is to never die. And I think there's so much truth to that because Beth and I have talked about it with the closeness that we've had of loss in our families that you know, we continue to keep their memories alive when they talk, when we talk about them, when we're reminded of them. um, And (laughs) unfortunate, whenever we face a loss like this, we're reminded again of them because we know the hurt, right? We know, we know the, the despair that you feel and the separation that you have in that moment. And it's, it's challenging. It is really challenging. And my baby cousin, I told her, um, because one comment she had made on Facebook, this was her sister who passed, was that while everyone else's world goes on, theirs is at a standstill. And this is exactly what I said to her, paraphrased. I said, you know, you're right. You know, it seems like everybody else's world does go on. I said, but whenever you experience this kind of a, a loss in your own family, you're forever changed. Whenever you see someone else going through it, because you feel guilty that your life does go on and their life is forever changed. Nothing right. about life they knew will be the same. And they will have a new normal now. A new mm-hmm. normal. Right. My, My cousin a- asked
1: me when, when her mom passed, she's like, how did you get through it when you lost your dad? I'm like, well, things will get back to normal, but it'll be a new normal. like it'll be a new it'll be new and different and I mean you you just learn to cope with it you just learn and and I'm not saying that I still don't get upset and cry I mean it's been since 2003 and we you know I cry cry all the time like I don't
0: have them coming Still times that you get angry. And it's not that you're angry with God. You're just honestly with my dad. I I never had anger with his death. I
1: I never I never questioned it. I never had anger. I knew I knew he where he was. Um yeah. I n- I never I never had anger. So, and I I feel like with each death that my family faces, when, once I lost my dad, there's never, I don't experience the anger part of it. I mean, if something was to happen to one of my children, I would probably be so angry, you know, I would be, but I haven't, I haven't, and maybe it's because um, I know where they are and that they're in a better place. And I haven't gotten that anger, but I understand how some people do get anger and question well, it. And,
0: and and when you say that, like <clears throat> just with things like from a perspective of the Bible. So my dad and I were talking about this a little bit because it does. It makes all your emotions raw Yeah. whenever you deal with this, because we have been through it in a different context, but we've, we, we know what they're facing in the months to come. And my dad was reminding me of the, the story of Job in the Bible. And Job had said that his greatest fear came to pass whenever his children were taken from him, when he had to bury his children. And I think, as a parent, that is one thing that is always in the back of our mind is of, of something we don't want anything to happen to our children. We innate it is our duty to protect them, it is our duty to try to. to be their protector and he was talking about that and he said that's where where satan found a loophole with job was his fear and we can't be fearful of things and i understand that and then i was watching have you ever watched the movie courageous i don't think so i highly recommend that movie you ball. That's partly why I look the way I do today. The girls and I watched it this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a Christian based, you know, movie. It's there's an organization out there that puts out Christian based movies and courageous and um, the love dare movie. Um, Flywheel is another one. So in the movie Courageous, it's really targeted fathers and how you know, the man is the head of the household. Well, this, this gentleman in this movie, he's a cop and his nine-year-old daughter and his 15-year-old son are begging for his attention over time. And he just is kind of going through the motions and his nine-year-old is taken from him in a tragic accident. She was oh my. hit. She was with a friend coming home from a party and she was hit on her side of the vehicle and and it killed her. And it just goes, I mean, the, the movie is absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal. And the one thing that the pastor said to him when he finally admitted he needed help with his grief was, it's like being an amputee. He said, you know, if you have a limb amputated, it heals. It absolutely heals. But you're never the same after that. And it's a new learning process and a new day and a new opportunity. You have the choice to learn from it and live with it or be destroyed by it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how true is that? You know, and and I feel like, I mean, COVID is terrible. I hate COVID and I hate that. Yes, it kind of does bring fear among everybody because you don't know what to expect. Everybody is impacted differently. Um, we try to do our best to take care of ourselves physically and mentally, emotionally. Um, we we do our part to try to stay healthy, but even as Christians, when it when we get it, it can knock us down. I mean, out of your family, you had it the worst within mm-hmm. your household, right? And. Like, I know people that it's no more than just a positive test on a test strip and they have no clue. But then you also know people that have lost their lives to COVID. My cousin, Max, she had COVID and she recovered from COVID, but then she, she ended up with pneumonia and it took her out. Yeah. And just one of those things like God's timing, we, we don't always understand it. We're, we're not meant to question it. But grieving is a process. It's not a, it happens, you're over it, life goes on to normal. It it just, it doesn't always happen that way. But I think the greatest reality in it is, is don't wait to give your life to God. Don't let your family question where you're going to spend eternity, because that is where your hope is. And I don't have any doubts in my mouth, my mind, that mag is in heaven. I don't have any doubts, you know, whatsoever, but hopefully that comfort will be her, you know, given to her family that they can just find that peace in God and, and trust know that, you know, he's the way maker. He's the chain breaker. And that's what I told her little sister. I said, what we do is we hang on to that hope that one day we will see them again. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we all face it. We all face it.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can't avoid death. Everything that lives must perish. So even down to the smallest living thing. Yeah, for Um, sure. That's the way it was intended. And, and we all know that. And,
0: The only way to avoid it is the rapture and to give your life to Christ because your life is eternal.
1: Mm -hmm. And just do what we were put here to do. Our God's plan for us while we're waiting to get there.
0: Amen. Amen. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think that a lot of people have had eye-opening experiences in the last year just with the way that COVID has been and the the time of solitude that some people have been faced from being home or on Mm -hmm. isolation, you know, confounded. And while there are a lot of populations that has impacted negatively, you really think about the elderly that have been separated from families. You think about those in the nursing homes that now the only faces that they see are the staff members that are probably getting burnt out day in, day out from being, you know, first responders for COVID. But now that things are starting to look up and the vaccine's available and it seems like in the summertime, the numbers decrease, hopefully the visitations and things will improve and you just, you still, you can't be fearful. You have to hold out your hope in Christ.
1: One good thing that I noticed a lot this weekend was they added medical personnel to some discounts at different places in Tennessee. Yes. Um, So my friend who we had, we had someone that was in the military with us. Of course, military normally get Mm -hmm. a discount, but they were telling us a lot of the restaurants were telling us, you know, these are the people who can get discounts like medical personnel and she works in mental health. So she she was like, finally, I have this $100,000 degree. And now since COVID hit, here's a good thing that came out. Medical being personnel recognized. are being recognized. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's yeah. just a small little discount, they're being recognized for the work that they but do.
0: Do you know what also hurts my heart? <clears throat> Is that, I was raised to respect authority. I yes. was raised to respect those those that hold positions of, of office. So right. for me, you respect doctors, you respect medical professionals, you respect law enforcement, you respect judges, you respect clergy of the churches, and you Lord respect- And military. And I'm one of the people that cries at the national anthem because it's just for me, it is more than just a symbol. You know, sometimes you can cry over things that are symbolic of a different reason. And for me, like the, the, the cross is one, the flag is one. And I am sorry. I, unless There is 100% justification that a police officer is unjust. I respect the authority of the cops because, you know, if you don't respect your military personnel and you don't respect cops, what authority do you respect? Like, it's just utter chaos. Yeah, definitely.
1: Most definitely. All right, my friends, my phone is going dead. So we should probably get to reading.
0: Yes. All right. (laughs) I'll start. Okay. I'll read to where it says verse 12, the sixth bowl. Then I heard aloud from the temple saying to the seven angels, go, pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. The first went and poured out his bowl on the earth and severely painful sores broke out on the people who had the mark of the beast and who worshiped its image. The second poured out his bowl into the sea. It turned to blood like that of a dead person and all life in the sea died. The third poured out his bowl into the rivers and the spring of water and they became blood. I heard the angel of the water say, you are just the holy one who is and who was because you have passed judgment on these things. Because they poured out the blood of the saints and the prophets, you have given them blood to drink. They deserve it. I heard the altar say, yes, Lord God, the almighty, true and just are your judgments. The fourth poured out his bowl on the sun. It was allowed to scorch people with fire and people were scorched by the intense heat. So the blasphemy in the name of God, who has the power of the plagues, and they did not repent and give him glory. The fifth poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues because of the pain and blasphemed the God of heaven because of their pains and their sores, but they did not repent of their works. So the
1: fourth bowl could be when we watched the guy in the video and yeah. he was looking down and everything was on fire. That was probably the fourth bowl being poured.
0: I don't want to be here when this happens. Like thank God that we have an out. Thank God that there's going to be a day that Christ has come home, my good and faithful servant, and we missed out on this crap.
1: Yeah. So we were in this escape room. <clears throat> yeah, I couldn't. I don't I don't want to be here for that. I hope I I hope and pray that my time has come and I it go before all of this happens. And I'm not here to see any of that. And, and I know I'm and on the right to path to be. Yes. Yeah, I know I'm on the right path right now. And I'm going to call um, you out if we're not.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I expect the same. <laughs>
1: yes. So we had this riddle we had to solve. It was, we were in an asylum and we escaped with like 30 seconds to go. But um, the riddle was feed me. Um, what was it? Feet, no, give me food and I die, feed me and I die, give me no, feed me and I live, give me water and I die. So we had to solve the riddle. So we were like, everything that lives needs water, we can go without food, but everything that lives needs water. So we asked for a clue, and the clue was like, In parentheses, it's non-living, and my brother-in-law automatically said fire because mm-hmm. water puts out fire, and of course that was it. But he has been burnt in a fire before, and for his mind to go straight to fire like immediately was like crazy. Um, so yeah, yeah, watch out for the watch out for the fire, you guys. I don't want
0: to be burned <laughs> at all. No doubt. This is just a reminder of the plagues during the Egyptians when they were trying to be freed, like back during the time of Pharaoh and Moses was trying to free the people.
1: Yeah, so I will finish up starting with the sixth bowl. The sixth poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates. Did I say that correctly? How do you say that? Euphrates. Mm -hmm. Euphrates. And its water was dried up. Here we are getting into the water, how symbolic. <clears throat> the water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. Then I saw three unclean spirits like frogs coming from the dragon's mouth, from the beast's mouth, and from the mouth of the false prophet. For they are demonic spirits performing signs who travel to the kings of the whole world to assemble them for the battle on the great day of God the Almighty. Look, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who is alert and remains clothed so that he may not go around naked and people see his shame. So they assemble the Kings at the place called, at the place called in Hebrew, Hebrew Armageddon. Shall we pause here or keep going? What do you think? The
0: battle of Armageddon. It's coming. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And then there's like the thief and the night, night quote is in there. Like,
0: you know, Mm -hmm. a
1: lot of people have heard these quotes before and they may not know where they have came from and in here here if they're listening and are hearing with their ears what we're saying
0: um, i wonder they are. why i wonder <clears throat> why the three unclean spirits like frogs wonder what's symbolic about a frog other than during the plagues frogs covered the land
1: Oh, I definitely got to be out of here before that happens, because I'm scared of frogs.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's why you're scared of frogs.
1: I don't know, but I can't even breathe when I see one. <laughs> God, I was thinking that when I was reading that passage, I was like, I can't be seeing any of that stuff. Gotta, I got to be gone before that yeah. for sure. <laughs> then the seventh poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne saying, it is done. There were flashes of lightning and rumbles and pearls of thunder and a severe earthquake occurred like no other since <coughs> people have been on earth. So great was the quake. The great city split into three parts and the cities of the nations fell. Babylon, the great was remembered in God's presence. He gave her the cup filled with wine of his fierce anger Every island fled and the mountains disappeared. Enormous hailstones, each weighing about 100 pounds, fell from the sky on the people. And they blasphemed God for the plague of hell being caused because that plague was extremely severe. I don't even know how people made it past the other
0: yeah how did the they live six,
1: how did how did they live that far how did they live through the first six bowls to get to the seventh for the stones to be cast
0: and we don't even know how long that you know that time frame was and then yeah. you know this set of scriptures makes me think of the tower of babel when they thought that they would build the tower up to the heavens because they could reach god and that's when god divided the nations and created different languages so that they couldn't easily communicate so right. if you think about it it was split into three three different areas and then this the hailstones like you said people were being stoned to death and yeah. they're blasting mm-hmm. god it made me think of just just the day we had bad thunderstorms here and there, yeah, were, yeah, there was, yeah there was a town about 45 minutes from where i live at that that had hail bigger mm-hmm. than a quarter some of them were, oh yeah you know golf ball size and Mm -hmm. obviously like the collision companies are putting out there that just contact your insurance we're going to take care of the hail damage, and but like that is quarter and golf size hail can you imagine 100 pound hail we get hail
1: here a lot and we had bad storms here and we had one come through i slept through the one we had in tennessee saturday but I do know that we had tornado warnings out. So I was calling on my kids to find out where they were at and to get into their shelter. But um <clears throat> yeah, hell does damage and it's small. And a hundred I was we were just watching this man build a pool with these big stones weighing thousands and hundreds of pounds. And I could I mean th- there's no way anybody could have made it past the seventh one, the seventh bowl, because you would be stoned to death.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's just one thing about revelation and revelation is so symbolic there is so much ties back into the old testament. Mhm. But I it's kind of like a cliffhanger this week so we're kind of at a cliffhanger of what's to come because like you said who survives that? Like who could survive that? what ultimately comes to fruition after this. And and we talked last week a little bit or the week before how it was talking about the remaining 144,000 that come to Christ during this time. And it really made it seem as if those are just men. So mm-hmm. it, It's one of those things that revelation is a prophecy. So revelation is what's to come. However, if you know anything about the Bible, you know that a lot of the prophecy that has been in the Bible came to pass. The Old Testament prophecy was fulfilled in the New Testament. And you're talking about hundreds of years between the time that it was anticipated to the time it took place. So... (laughs) Like I, am just gonna reiterate this. Don't wait. Don't think you have time. My, I'm sure my cousin, when she spent her last Easter on Sunday with her family, and she was able to communicate and talk to them and tell them that she loved them and participated via Zoom or Facebook or however they video chatted her. I'm sure she didn't wake up that morning knowing that this was her last family get together. I'm sure right. she didn't expect to experience the bl- brain bleed come Monday that, you know, ultimately led to her going downhill so quickly. But and And let's talk about this for a moment. I know that they had a Facebook
1: page and, you know, you were sharing it and let's talk about the lives that she reached just from that. Look how God used her, her family, you, and others to get saved. I mean, there's no telling how many people whose lives that changed in which it is. That's a great thing about social media. You can use it for good or you can use it for bad.
0: Well, look at the platform that we're using to share the word of God. You know, we're, we're able to openly, freely share the word of God. And Yes, I am grateful and thankful for that. And then I think back to the option my community had a couple right. of weeks ago that impacted so many that the people that were even commenting, I didn't know her, but I feel compelled to help. I didn't know her, but I feel compelled to share. I I don't know her, but I can see that she has helped X, Y, and Z. And right. you know it's just, it's the love of God you can't outgive. You can't no. outgive God. No, we've so seen, what an amazing
1: thing that I'm gonna cry she got witness. to do yeah yeah, yeah, what an, yeah what an amazing thing I got to watch not knowing her but see that she changed in her in in her short life because I don't feel like and, I've been around for a long time and we're similar yeah you're yeah. yeah and um what an amazing thing to know that if that would have been my mom and I got to witness her changing all of these lives from her sickness, that would give me the peace. And how?
0: yeah. Yes, yes. How amazing is that? I'll tell you, um, (laughs) when my brother passed away, and this is not to take away from her story at all, but it's just, you're absolutely right. That is the greatest joy is to know that. When my brother passed away, we had a ceremony at his football stadium, at his high school football stadium, and I, I called it Friday Night Lights because it was Andy's yeah. last, last opportunity to be on the football field, and they let us take him to the football field. Oh my god! And, and um, we, as a family, we were up front, and we had our opportunity to talk, and then there were hundreds of people that showed up hundreds. I mean, we were just blown away and there was a boy who stood up and he said, no love does a man have than to lay down his life for his friends. And he said, I know God because of your son. I know Jesus Christ because of Andy. And You know, as for a parent, for my mom and dad, I can't imagine the peace that that gave them because I know what it gave me as a sister. Um, And even yet to this day, and I'm sure Magpie will be the same way. I am sure 15 years from now, it's been it's been 10 years almost since I've lost my brother. So I am sure in 10 years from now, Kate and Haley and Landon and Riley, which are her children are going to still be hearing the stories of how maggie touched someone's life how her story reached the globe because i it's just a testimony to god she never wavered in Mm -hmm. her faith she was so she was so understanding and just she didn't she wasn't angry with god did she understand it no why would you understand it but i mean just to know that The platforms are available now that just spread like wildfire and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad but her life was not just a vapor it was it was meaningful it was important it you know it it brought brought about change and Whether it's one person, you and I have talked about it. Our podcast, if it impacts one person, it's it's worth it all. And if that one person is just you and I, who cares because it matters to us.
1: (laughs) You know, I was just thinking, am I ever going to get through one of these without crying? But then I was thinking, when we talked about doing this, we were talking about our fitness and health and food. I don't even know how. I don't even know how we started with this. It just, I, I don't know. We I, did. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, we were just talking one night and we were like, we should start recording our conversations because they're amazing. Maybe they can help someone. And then all of a sudden here we are on Sundays.
0: And I think know? it started because of our book club idea. We had thought about the book club idea.
1: And <laughs> and this is the only book that we can, we, we did. Well, we did some. We did. We did do some. How much more important
0: is this study than anything we can study in our life? You know, a thousand
1: percent more important.
0: It has been so good for my soul to do this. (laughs) And in fact, my husband was telling, we
1: were when we were sitting around talking last night, he was like, Courtney, you should join them. He was telling said, like you I was like yeah sure you know that sounds great to me anyone else that wants to is welcome to but I'm like I need my Jesus time and if I'm just getting there with Brittany and that, that's I'm fine with that
0: <laughs> you because know we're more gathered Christ is among us and mm-hmm. I feel like we get to experience that closeness, In a setting where we can openly stop, if we have a question, we can talk about it. If we have a comment, we can. openly. And that's how I learn.
1: Yeah, me too. I learn. I've learned in all the years I've went to church. And you, you kind of space out and you, you you start thinking about other things and what you have to do when you get home, you know, and this and that you're engaged and you're focused and you're you know, you're, you're learning. So, and hopefully someone that's listening learns the same way that you and I do. And it's helping them as well.
0: My, my girls, in case you guys can't hear them in the background, they joined us this morning. My oldest daughter, they usually are in the other room. She said, I want (laughs) to listen to the podcast and I'm okay with that. They get to learn about Jesus too. (laughs) Right, right, right. So prayer requests this week, obviously, um, keep Mag's family in prayer. Um, the other husband and wife couple I'd asked prayer for a couple weeks ago, Jeff and Tammy, Mm the Jeff is not doing well at all. He kind of took a turn for the worse and Tammy is slowly getting better, but now her vocal cords are paralyzed. So she's almost completely lost her ability to talk. And this is all COVID related. So, um, Jeff, the last update I had saw, um, they finally let his daughter in to be with him. And she, she said, she finally just told him, you know, if you're ready to go, we're ready. We understand. Um, he's in organ failure and he's having a lot of congestion and he's, riddled with bed sores because they can't turn him because he's on a trach. And every time they try all of his numbers tank. So yeah. they, they envision that he's in quite a bit of pain. So right. We mm-hmm. just need to keep them lifted as well. I have a, a friend who um, she's dealing with a lot at the moment through another relationship of her, a friendship of hers, but um, she's trying to be the bigger person and be morally strong for her friend who's in a domestic violence situation and she just yeah she just asked that we could you know please just keep that person in prayer that god will work that situation out without harm um i guess it's one of those situations where the relationship knows is at an end but the girl's afraid to leave so yeah i can totally understand that i've been been there there. Mm mm-hmm been there yeah and it's one of those things where it just takes an act of God to wake you up enough to say you will be okay if you leave right so
1: well I don't really have any specific prayer requests this week which I guess is a good thing um yeah everyone's doing good but I wasn't on social media a lot this weekend I just kind of let my phone like laid it down and we played games and yeah yeah it was great. So I don't really know a lot if anything went on (laughs) in my community or, you know, I know nothing went on within my family because I didn't get any phone calls, but I don't really, you know, I was just like out of touch with it. So, um, which was great. You know, I did make a few TikTok videos just to share, you know, some of the things that we did, which I was important to me. Uh, yeah I think that's
0: where you from. had those memories on your TikTok right. and on- right
1: yeah um which revolved around food like two revolved around food and one I took early this morning as the sun was coming up over the mountains. I and saw it it was gorgeous yeah. yes gorgeous. it was amazing and um although we could probably never forget what Tennessee looks like because we're just a few hours from it I think it takes us like three hours but um in case any no one else has ever been there, they can see it. But mm-hmm. I feel I feel compelled to invite people to join us on the podcast. Like Absolutely. I don't know. Is there, is there someone I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but if there's someone out there that is wanting to join us, I don't know. Maybe I don't have anybody serious. yeah, I don't have anybody in mind of me asking. I feel like I need to ask if there is someone yeah listening um i'm just feeling compelled to do that Mm -hmm. yes
0: Yeah. yeah yeah for sure all right well it's my turn to pray this week um so we'll just bow our heads and our hearts and just let god lead dear heavenly father god we just thank you for the time that you allow us to spend together god we're thankful for the bond that we have the friendship that we continue to develop god we're just so thankful that you have placed us in each other's lives more importantly, God, we're Amen. we're so grateful to have you as the center of our life. God, we pray that you will just continue to help us to lead others to you, Lord, that they might know you through our podcast, Lord, through our lives. Let us be that beacon of light. God, we pray that you will just be with those that are battling things today, Lord. I pray specifically for my family, Lord, as they will have the viewing and the burial of a, a dear loved one. God, I pray that you will just comfort them and touch their hearts in a way that only you can, Lord, God. You said that when Jesus ascended that you would send the comforter. God, we're just so thankful that you do send him to give us peace and comfort during our time of need. And we just call out to you now, Lord. God, I pray that you will just be with Jeff and the Veach family. Whatever decisions have to be made, Lord, let them be made in clarity. Let them be made with you in thought, Lord. God, I pray that your healing hand will be upon that family and those lives in whatever way you see necessary. God, I pray for those that are continuing to work through COVID, Lord, battling on the front lines, Lord God. And as we've mentioned this morning, Lord God, we do lift up all medical personnel, Lord, all military personnel, Lord God. We lift up all the law enforcement first responders, Lord. We know that you're able to touch them and bless them. And God, we pray a special hedge of protection around them. God, I pray that you would just continue to be with those that are Dealing with the many trials of life, Lord, whether it be domestic violence or financial issues or marriage or whatever it might be. God, we pray that you will just help them and bless them and be with them. God, we pray that you will just continue to help us to stay committed to you, Lord, and your word. And God, as we've read through some of the, the things that are coming to the book of Revelation, God, we pray that there's a great awakening lord a great awakening in the spirits of the people on this earth god that their hearts will turn away from the wicked ways lord god that they will see the love and the hope and the joy and the peace in you christ and you alone god we're just so thankful that you have given us your word to live by we pray that you will just continue to help us to learn and to use it we just ask all these things in jesus name amen amen friends We pray that you have an amazing day. Happy
1: Sunday, y'all.